Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio.
then, of course, I let them know. They started to talk crap about me. Um, and they're just saying things. I'm like, you know, if, if you're going to talk about something, then why don't you talk about something that is actually true? And so then they decided to look up on my page and saw that I did psychic readings and card readings and all that fun stuff and believed in metaphysics. And so they found something, yes, that was true, that they could pick on me for. And I would admit I definitely entertained um, their notions for a little bit. And um, ended up in a pretty vulnerable state of mind. It was uh, pretty sad, disheartening, and I wasn't—I was almost not going to do a show, but I ended up doing one anyways. And I figured, well, let's go. You know, after this person, you know, broke me down and said that was fake and fraud and that. You know, I'm living in a completely delusional life, blah, blah, blah. You know, I really thought about who I am and what spirituality is and how there's there's really no difference between being crazy and being spiritually enlightened. It's kind of all one and the same. It's not a dichotomy. You know, what I always, always, always think of is um, Martin Luther King, for example. A lot of people saw him as an amazingly uh, smart and uh, just uh, beautiful person, spiritually, uh, mind, body, if spirit, all the above. And others viewed him as, you know, bringing somebody of the devil and, uh, you know, a person who's trying to lead falseness and, you know, being fake, et cetera, et cetera. And that is up for the individual person to determine, I guess. And regardless, his messages were still very powerful, whether people agreed with him or disagreed. And um, that's kind of what I think of when I think about metaphysics and being psychic or mediums or whatever and uh, believing in it and talking about it and sharing it with others. And I think that, you know, again, it's not a dichotomy. They're all one in the same. So I wanted to come back and talk about the point where in my life that I kind of developed and understood spirituality. Um, You know, years ago I was a firm believer in seeing things to believe them. I always had to have proof. It always had to be justified by some means or another. And I just, I couldn't get enough of studying and understanding the world and how things worked and how life worked and how people understood life. So, of course, I studied the latest scientific breakthroughs and I was always looking on my own. It wasn't because of schooling or anything. It was just my own individual curiosity And I will admit, sometimes it is better to remain blissfully ignorant um, to the fact that, you know, you're learning things about the world. If you are, like, in this ignorant kind of state and you just kind of go with the flow, it can be a lot easier than having to dive deep and understand everything. Because when you do that, you get both sides of the picture. You get the good and the bad. I mean, you do that normally 
But when you, you know, I think I finally understand the saying, wise beyond your years, and it's because, you know, people at certain ages shouldn't know certain things, and that they shouldn't be diving into these areas with, you know, no concern about how the heck it's going to change your own life. Figuring out more and more stuff has been a spiral for me, absolutely. And it's it's a lot to take in when you start to understand the world around you. And at freaking 21, I, I was not ready for this. I was looking at this stuff at 19, 18 years old, and I... I can't believe all the information that I would find out. And what I started to really get into was, again, the latest scientific breakthroughs, and right now the biggest one out there is quantum physics. And what quantum physics really helps me to understand was that it's the science of possibility. Um, If any of you have seen it, um, you know, you can definitely speak up, Um, but it's this movie called What the Bleep Do We Know, and it's a really uh, jam-packed informational movie, documentary, or whatever, and it has so much information in it, it has so much stuff that really opens your mind to what the heck is going on and how we shape our own reality and how we can see scientifically and with proof that we literally are the creators of our own reality. And this is the big thing that I was talking about with the souls last night is, you know, they never, they don't believe in the psychic nonsense. They call you out on it and they're going to talk a whole bunch of garbage to you about how, you know, being psychic isn't logical and having spirituality is just nowhere near logical and how it's just like crazy and how crazy people are just completely delusional and they make all this stuff up for apparently no reason just to either make money or to show people wrong ways to go with their life. And, you know, this person was telling me that I am completely dysfunctional and that I have no regards to any of these people. I don't care, and I'm intentionally deceiving people, and that I am just, like, hurting people to an extreme amount. And I was very, very hurt by this because, obviously, he doesn't understand where I come from and where I'm either giving advice from or I'm speaking from. And um, I guess that's why I took the time to actually talk to this person because... I kind of wanted him to understand uh, why I do this, where I'm coming from, et cetera. Uh, We have a caller. Let's see. We'll take caller 804. You're on the air. Hi. uh, Good evening. I just came across your show and was listening, and there are some people you'll never convince, so don't even try if they're that negative. But You know, that is very true. That's very true. I sat there, and I honestly don't know why I entertained them. Well, you're feeding into uh, the lower negative dimensions when you interact with them. So what you want to do is find like-minded people and then raise the consciousness level by interacting with them. And uh, that's 
part of why I'm calling you because perhaps you can assist me. I'm standing in my truth and I have documentation throughout my entire life that uh, is very spiritual and powerful. And I uh, have had bizarre experiences which include paranormal UFO and near death. And uh, I... I'm trying to get some very big messages out to the masses to make them realize that we all have unlimited creativity. We just don't realize it because we're under some kind of an authority all our lives. But in our quiet moments, if we look into our hearts and ask for divine guidance uh, and collaborate with others of like minds, we can really accomplish a tremendous amount uh there is a blog that was put on the internet for me uh i'm disabled i don't have access to email but uh if you wanted to take a look at this i could uh, show you something quite interesting spiritually on it absolutely absolutely yeah if you would if you use the google search engine and just type the word creativity the number 777.com that will uh, bring up a little blog that was put on the internet for me by a gentleman who interviewed me. On that blog is a letter from President Obama to me related to the economy. And also on the blog is a powerful little poem I dedicated to my wife. It's also in the Ronald Reagan Library, discussed as a weapon against terrorism in the interview that can be downloaded. And currently I'm using the poem to help the uh, people of Haiti who can't help themselves. The poem is only three lines long, and I used it as a, a motivator in my life many years ago when I created it, and it's titled Caring, Sharing. It reads, if you dare to care, then share. If you share, pay heed. God will reward every good deed. It sort of sums up what life really should be all about. And now related to the blog to see President Obama and President Reagan both mentioned on that little blog that was put on the Internet in 2009, then related to the fact, and you can easily determine that from the Internet, that President Obama said he would be reading a biography about President Reagan over the Christmas vacation. I think the odds of putting all that together is greater than winning the Mega Millions of Powerball, so there's obviously spirituality there. And I have many, many other examples uh, throughout my whole life related to spirituality. So I'm looking for people to help me uh, co-author articles, books, online courses, seminars, and develop computer software related to a whole new form of global incentive economy that I'm uh, trying to uh, get out to empower uh, the masses and change the whole way business gets done so that we're not at uh, under the thumb of all these uh, big uh, multinational corporations that are trying to micromanage our lives. Absolutely. They're doing a good job of it, too, for a lot of people. So do you want to well, it's only again because we are allowing it, but that's why I'm standing on my truth. Right. And when right. other people t- can see what I am and what I've been through, and then they and I, I have faced down evil and I've come through it because I put myself in the hands of God and these 
work the miracles needed to help me through things. But even years ago, back in the early 80s, it was actually a front-page Wall Street Journal article I was written up in, which was dated Wednesday, April 27, 1983, written by a staff reporter by the name of Jonathan Quitney, spelled K-W-I-T-N-Y. In that article, I exposed the former federal government bureaucrat for fraud, and I believe he was a CIA operative at the time. He was engaged to the daughter of Jim Wright. Jim Wright went on to become the Speaker of the House, but that article put him in the spotlight. I was interviewed by a bureau chief from another newspaper who dogged Mr. Wright until eventually he resigned the Speaker position in shame. Now, that whole article came about because of one short memo that had been sent to me that I activated when I saw things weren't quite right. And I have a self-taught expertise of what I term creative utilization of information. And it's a very powerful concept. And when you fully understand it, a lot of it is very common sense, but you have to test yourself in areas of interest. And that's, again, information that I'm trying to get out uh, in a formal way or uh, any way that I can to show people that even working a low-level job in your free time, you can empower yourself to an unlimited degree and opportunities you can create them where none existed just by uh, thinking in a different way, interacting with existing technologies and with each other in a caring, sharing way. Absolutely. So I think that's a pretty cool coincidence, Creativity 777, and my freaking call-in number is 777. I noticed that, and uh, I have a lot of synchronicity in my life, too. That's a big part of the message. When you start seeing that, that means uh, you're on the right track. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's completely true. So do you want to tell me a little bit about who you are? I mean, you shared with us some of what you do. So who exactly are you? Well, I'm a 66-year-old male disabled. I'm originally from New York, and... uh, I have entrepreneurism running in my blood. My father was a self-made manufacturer of commercial refrigerators and freezers that bears my last name, uh, Trollson, T-R-A-U-L-S-E-N. They're in hotels, hospitals, schools, restaurants, all around the country and around the world. My father passed on in 1990. Uh, The company is currently owned by Hobart, which is very big in the commercial kitchen field, and it's headquartered down in uh, Fort Worth, Texas, ironically, where uh, Jim Wright is from, (laughs) and uh, they kept the name because of the high quality and customer service recognition. My mother was a supermodel back in her day and uh, did all kinds of uh, uh, magazine covers and ads and uh, television uh, commercials and acted on Broadway, actually with uh, Liz Weaver, and who was the wife of Pat Weaver, who started NBC Television, and they were the parents of Sigourney Weaver. And I actually played with uh, Sigourney Weaver a couple of times when we visited them uh, out on Sands Point, Long Island. I have connectivity to a lot of very interesting things. Again, uh, some things that can be easily documented from the Internet. My mother was my father's third wife. I'm the first child he had. He had five 
with my mother and his uh, sixth wife. Uh, if you Google Regine, R-E-G-I-N-E, Trollson, T-R-A-U-L-S-E-N, that will pull up information that will show that back in 1996 she married the controller for New York City, William J. Diamond. They were married in Gracie Mansion by Rudolph Giuliani, who was mayor at the time. So, again, there's very interesting connectivity to things in my wife who was like an earth angel to me for 35 and a half years her first name ann is a constant theme throughout my whole life i'm just blown yeah, away I see that. By, uh... i'm sorry i see that on your i see that on your website uh right on your front page right there yes and uh, uh she uh unfortunately passed about a little over four years ago uh uh, from uh, a rare lung cancer, and a uh, month and a half after she died, I almost joined her. I uh, have a COPD. I was working as a contract security officer and couldn't breathe in a patrol car and happened to call my daughter who said to call the police. They got me to the hospital emergency room, and I uh, lost consciousness. I have no recollection of losing consciousness, but... I was intubated where they stick a tube down you. Most people don't survive that. But uh, I came through, and I uh, have prostate cancer, diabetes, sleep apnea, back problems. uh, But uh, I'm having a ball. I'm changing the world from my dining room table, and uh, it's going nicely. But I'm looking to kick it up a few notches now and empower uh, good people and uh, help uh, transform the world it needs it because uh, again the global elite don't fully understand the simple laws of attraction which uh, basically means if you put out good you'll get good back so they're not putting out all the good that they should and uh, you know hoarding and millions and billions of dollars you can't take it with you and even if mother earth shakes if uh, Mother Earth shakes things up enough where they're going to run out to these underground cities that they built for themselves, they're going to go mad down there. If they have to stay down there 100 years, and even if they live to be five or 600 years with technologies improving, they're still going to go back to the spirit world, and they can't take anything physical with Absolutely. them back there. So I why not you and realize we're all spiritual beings and we're all right. connected and uh, we should be really looking, embracing our differences and learning from each other and helping one another. So that's, the, uh, you know, that's somewhat I could not agree. I could not agree more. That's very good. So um, if you hang on just one second, I'm going to answer this other call. Just I'm going to put you on sure. for one second. I do want to ask you a couple other questions, though. All right. Um, if you're interested about that. Hang on one sec. All right, we're going to bring on 786. Hello, you are on the air. Hi, the dream teacher. This is Princess in the chat room. Hey, Princess. What's good? <laughs> thanks, thanks for taking my call. I'm, I'm happy that you're doing a show and it's more than 30 minutes, so that's good. Oh, my gosh. You totally missed, I have to tell you, that freaking last night I totally got attacked by these trolls on BTR. It was so nuts. Oh, it my was, God. They do that yeah. a lot. But was it, was it a lot on me. your... Um, they had me in tears, like it was so, 
so intense. I guess that's their oh ultimate. Oh, my God. I wish you could have texted um, me. I would have went in there and show, had your back. <laughs> yeah, well, guess whose show it was on? Debbie Daly's, of course. That's what I get for going to oh, that yeah. show. But I can't help it. I mean, I always try to... I don't know why I wanted to just put myself out there and be so vulnerable to these people. And, like, I almost started believing, um, you know, what they were telling me. And they're saying that I'm completely delusional and that I am just you know not... What? what? Don't, don't worry about them. They're, you know, karma, like, just like your caller was saying, karma will get everyone... You you get what you put out, so they have nothing better to do. They're they're actually all they're always on Debbie Daily Show. I don't know, but she doesn't mind them. She actually um, gets entertained oh, yeah, by them. Like, yeah, absolutely. But, but I you think know what? Just a little bit more of... sensitive than she is. Oh my God, am I so I am so much more sensitive than that. I can't even yeah, and... handle some of that stuff. I don't know why I entertained it, yeah. but I just felt like I had to be there to talk to him. And you know, I guess. I've also had an issue if I was crazy or not, you know, and, like, if I should be doing the stuff that I'm doing and talk about what I'm doing because I That's just wanted exactly to make sure that it's real. You to do. Don't let them right. Oh, I, they almost did. I almost didn't even do my show today. But well, I kind of just I was inspired to keep going with it and to remain positive and keep doing what I believe in. That's why I'm here. Good. I'm trying to get some like-minded people here. So are you only doing one show now, or are you doing, like, another one after this, or this is that? Well, I upgraded to premium, so I can do the whole okay. two hours if I really want to. Baller. So. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm <messing laughs> are, you doing, are you doing readings on this show, or what? Um, if you would like one, I was trying to uh, avoid that. But no, I don't want to mess. I don't want to mess up your jo- uh, show um, routine or you know rhythm. So well, what we're talking I'm going to do whatever here. you want to do. Excellent. Well, you can just stay on the line and chit chat for a little bit. We'll be on for at least another half hour, and then it goes into the archives. But what I really wanted to bring into light today is how um, science has bridged into uh, spirituality. So I'm going to bring uh, 804 back on the air. Your mic is hot. Okay, and then um, 786, yours is still... Is that a 6 or a 5? I can't tell. 6. Okay. Well, you're still on. So what I wanted to bring up is how... um, I guess in a sense how you all came across spirituality in your life. Some people are raised spiritual and, you know, they're raised in a spiritual family. But I guess, personally, how did you come across spirit in your life? Well, for me, when I was younger, I always knew there was something different. I didn't know what it was. I just was very sensitive. I could just, like, look at somebody and just know what they're about. Like, I can just see their true their two their true selves like past what they the front that they give everyone else. So I you know, I didn't know what it was called and as I got older I just kept, you know, I was having right judgments on people. Like I can just tell if she's like, you know, sneaky or if she's like a good person to be around. So it started off like that. And then um, you know, one day I got I 
I got introduced to somebody that was a little spiritual, and that's how I got into it. So, yeah. And this was probably like a couple years ago, and then I figured the the term empath, which I didn't know before, and I was like, wow, I am an empath. I pick up on people's energy, and I'm like just like a sponge. I could be around someone and just feel their energy, and I didn't know what it was called until maybe a couple couple years ago, you know? Interesting. So you were, somebody showed you kind of what it meant to be spiritual, and then you decided yes, like, Yes, okay, and I did my really own neat. research. Yes, I did right. my own research. And you know, to be honest, the 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 first time I really became spiritual, I was watching TV, and of course, I'm sure you've known of the twins. Um, they were on the Tyra show, and I was like, that's kind of cool. And I started doing some Which research, twins? and I had a uh, the psychic twins. The ones that are on Journey and the Light show. Um, were they? I don't know. They're like twin. Um, they have red hair. They were on Be the Light one time. Mm. They, could sure. have, they could have been on Journey in the Light. I'm not sure. I haven't been on BTR much, but like that. But um, <laughs> anyway, so I did some research, and I wanted. I was like, cool. They know the answers to, you know, everything. But you know, I wanted to to speak to them, but obviously they were very expensive. And so I did some research, right. and I got introduced to this woman that I found online, and her name was Minari, actually, and she does BTR shows once in a while. She's, like, not, she doesn't have her show. She's usually a guest, and she was the first person that I ever spoke to that was intuitive, and this was about, like, a little over two years ago, maybe maybe not even two years ago, and so since then, I was just kind of, like, researching because, you know, a lot of people w- would say that, oh, it's, it's a sin to, you know, no one knows the future, no one, you know, so I had to deal with, like, a different things. It was something that I don't share with people because, as you know, a lot of people don't resonate with that type of um, talent, I guess, is that you call right, it right. talent or a gift, you know. So I kept it to myself, but I still kept, you know, doing some research. And, of course, I had some family that were um you know, trying to figure out what am, I, what, am, what am I doing in my room a lot and, you know, who I talk on the phone a lot with. So they kind of figured it out, but not really. But, you know, you know how it is when, you're, when your family believes in something else and you're kind of, like, trying to figure out your own way, you know? Right. And so right, since right. then, but, I, but the funny thing is, I remember when my mom, when she was younger, she used to read coffee Coffee, you know, tea tea readings. I'm sure you've heard of that, right? Yeah, the tea leaves. Tea yeah, the tea leaves. Yeah. And so, so she used to do that when she was young. I remember, like, you know, but like I asked her about it, and she's like, "Oh, I'm just doing it for fun." But now, like that, she got a little bit more like religious and stuff like that. But she used to do that, and I feel like my mom is intuitive, but she's not sharing it with me for one way or another. And because she was mm-hmm. into that, you know, but she's I don't right. know why. She's keeping it you know, away it from me. I don't know be, why. Can you pick up why? I think it seems to be that, you know, metaphysics is very much kind of old wives' tales kind of thing where, you know, oh. women would, you know, look into astrology and the charts and, like, back in the olden days, that's, like, that's the only thing that um, women would believe in. The guys would always say, oh, you know, you're crazy and blah, blah, blah. And if you notice, they're... The people that, you know, bash you, especially these trolls, they have really masculine energy, and they're always like, you know, I'm a guy, and F this bitch, and blah, blah, and, you know, they have no respect for any period, let alone for their lives, and they, 
cannot add them how something like this is possible. And that's what I think that's where this big, big shift is coming. You know, the feminist energy is starting to come out a lot more in the world today. And that it's totally shifting and people are now understanding this sort of quote unquote feminine energy of being spiritual or metaphysical or, you know, believing in things like astrology, psychics, mediums, tarot, whatever. Um I think that that's why maybe, you know, your mom did it. And, you know, could you say that your dad was the same way? Did he ever run into you? No, I don't think he was. My mom was just, that was always, my mom, my, mom, my mother is a cancer like I am. You know cancers are very intuitive. When they say, I'm a true cancer, I'm, I know that you looked at my chart many times. I am like a truest, truest of a cancer, you know? And, <laughs> you are very, very uh, watery. <laughs> yes. Definitely. So, yeah, she used to do that, and, like, I feel like she feels like there's some sort of truth to it, but she doesn't want to, you know, because she, you know, her different views are just a little different now. She doesn't talk about it really, so, yeah. Interesting. I mean, yeah, that's that's the other part of it. Yeah, Yeah, 804, um, your mic is hot, so how... Did um, you discover spirituality in your life? Was it with your near-death experiences or a loss of relatives, family members, et cetera, or is it something that you were born with? Uh, all of the above. I uh, was told by my mother when I was born that I sort of just looked around. I, we all come with a mission, and that's all part of what we're trying to discover in our waking up process of what is it that we came here to do and that's where the heart connection and uh, going to the creator to ask for guidance and assistance uh, in our lives to do what we came to do but uh, throughout my entire life uh, I didn't call it spirituality but I had unusual experiences I can recollect one that was uh, quite interesting where I was playing with my younger brother at a a bay that the tide was very low and there evidently were quicksand pockets in different areas and we had a race to go out to the water. My brother went into one of these quicksand pockets and was actually almost going to drown and out of nowhere somebody happened to be walking along and told him to just lean over and, and swim out of it, which he did and the stranger just disappeared and kept on walking. That tells me that there's angels amongst us in all different forms and shapes and what have you. Um, I have one thing that stayed with me that is quite interesting, and I, I love to throw it out as an example of that could be somebody's whole mission in life, and that was when I first got out of the Air Force and I, stayed with my grandmother in Upper Manhattan, New York, in a rent-controlled apartment. And she, they didn't have washer and dryers in the apartments in those days. I went to the local laundromat to do my wash. And as I was finished and was leaving, I noticed a little late old lady coming, and I held the door open for her and wished her a good morning. She burst into tears. I thought I had done something wrong and offended her, and I... I asked her, I said, did I do something wrong? She said, no, no one had been so nice to her. So that touched me, Aww. and that that moment stayed with me all my life. And 
it, it, if that was my whole mission in life, I fulfilled it beautifully. But little things like that change the world. And uh, absolutely, I you know I never saw her again or whatever, but it just it, it helped her in her day or whatever. And uh, and I'm sure that uh, just hearing that story, little things that people do each day, even if it's just a prayer. Prayer is very powerful, and if they've had studies, I think it was in Washington, D.C., one summer period where they were trying to lower the crime rate, and the police chief said, there's no way, uh, and they actually did lower it, to, I think, uh, like 25% just through a group of people that were praying for the whole summer. So there's so much that people don't know, and the wrappings on religions are starting to come off now because they're a lot of them are just control mechanisms on people and i think that all religions should be a guide but that's not the ultimate it's within yourself uh, your personal experience with your creator like a christ consciousness in my case and uh, uh, that um, you know there's there's no if they tell you that it has to be this and you can't explore on your own, then get away from them because uh, right. that shows that they're just trying to control you. So it's uh, uh, the, the, just looking around. I mean, I have a heightened awareness, and that's what comes to when you start exploring and, and taking actions in your life. Uh, uh, here's a very simple saying, but it's so true. If you don't like what's going on in your life, change it. Yeah, right. So... You have to take an action. If some of these people that see the movie The Secret, they think they're going to sit on their couch and meditate and the Rolls Royce is going to pop up in their driveway in a couple of days, no way. Uh, but, you know, if you do something, uh, and especially helping others, it'll put a bliss in your heart, and you'll feel that, and you'll want to do more. And that that's the way people should be going as they awaken. I could not agree more. You know, it's about your own, making your own path. And if you choose to, you know, look up uh, wherever you find information, whether it be books, libraries, Bibles, whatever, you know, whatever it calls out to you, I think that we're meant to see things in our life for certain reasons. And, you know, whenever I always found that whenever force was involved in some sort of uh, belief that it, whenever it's forced, it never seems to really resonate with the person. It never seems to actually define anything for them. It's just like this mindless kind of zombie-like um, state of mind that they're in. And as a hypnotist, I definitely know when people are not in their own power. You know, you can see it. You don't even have to be a hypnotist to see that sort of stuff. You can just see when somebody is just mindlessly following what others have told them to. And sometimes I think that can be good for people because uh, some people just don't know what to think about. They don't even know how to create their own world. You know, I wish in public schooling that there was a class that was mandatory like English was for four years that is about, you know, maybe it's just called life or maybe it's called, you know, making or shaping your reality. And, it should be about how you can shape the world that you live in, how you have the power to determine what you want to see and what you don't want to see and how you can 
believe what you want and what you don't want. And I think that people are getting to this point. Um, not very many. I think there's just, it's a small group of people. I think it's growing every day. But I don't know that there's enough of people taking control of their life. And it's honestly, it's a really hard thing to do. And it's kind of scary, too, that, you know, if things aren't made out for you, how are you going to live? How are you going to know what's the right thing to do? I remember when I was in this state of mind, you know, I was questioning everything. I questioned everything. And my mind was so curious and I had to, you know, find out more and more and more information. And the more I found out, you know, it was good, but it was also bad at the same time. I was like, well, you know, if this is true, if I can, you know, choose what I want to see, if belief is what really creates my world, then, well, what the heck am I going to believe in? You know, like, how am I going to figure out what's the right way? And then I would always second guess myself if this was right or that was right. And it's it's a really interesting path, and I can see why some people don't choose to take it, because it can be scary. And that's a big thing. I heard a really good, um, heard a really good talk about um, 2012. And, you know, there's obviously a lot of talk about what's going to happen. And there's some people that have literally, like, almost lost the will to do anything, the will to live. They're completely anxious about what is going to happen, if the world's going to end, et cetera. And what I heard someone talk about is the fact that whatever you think is going to happen is going, will happen. If you think that, you know, a bunch of people are going to pass, if you think that you're going to die, then, you know, you might just die. If you think that you're going to evolve into a higher state, a higher dimension, a higher evolutionary process of human being, you know, then you're absolutely going to follow that. And I'm curious as to see what others think, um, is going to happen on 2012. I was going to dedicate a show to that, but I guess we can start to touch on it here because I'd like to hear your opinion as well, being a spiritual person. Well, number one, uh, <laughs> I love when people have such fear uh, that uh, they forget that you're born to die and your world's going to end when you stop living. Whether it's me today and you tomorrow, your day will right. be your day. So that's what you have to keep in mind. We're spiritual beings playing a human game. It's basically a, an illusion, and we have to conquer our fears by facing them. And uh, that's what people are afraid to do. So until they try that and see, I mean, I've been through some pretty hairy things, uh, and I've just, again, put myself in the creator's hands and worked through it all. And that's, again, stuff that I'm trying to get out. But uh, the ones that are so affixed in the material world and negativity, like the people you were talking about earlier, the, and the ones that have a six-pack of beer in a football game, that's all they want out of life. Well, when that stuff mm -hmm. goes, <laughs> where are they going to go? What are they going to do? <laughs> so they have to really wake up and... Uh, and see that there's there's a lot more to life than just the physical aspects, and that it is it's like a the world's like a, a classroom for souls, and we're we're all learning from each other, and uh, they're 
there, there's so much available on the internet once you start exploring. I mean, I can give you a, a couple of sites right off the bat. This gentleman that I came into contact with, he's a wonderful humanitarian. He's actually been a write-in candidate for president and is, again, for 2012. His main site is Light Party, L-I-G-H-T-P-A-R-T-Y.com. His name is Dr. David, but he's also the founder and director of the San Francisco Medical Research Foundation. That's covered under the health part of the Light Party site, and that health area is a huge informational uh, resource for all kinds of holistic medical information. And Dr. David has told me personally, too, he's currently working on a reverse aging process. Another part of his site is called the Global uh, Peace Foundation. They're converting Alcatraz, the former prison, into a global healing center. And yet another part of his site is called Artainment. It's uh, beautiful kaleidoscopic images with music in the background that have actually been proven to be soothing and therapeutic for people to watch, uh, relaxing right. them. You know, so, they have a lot of that on um, on YouTube and stuff. They have a lot of those. Yes, he has YouTube. Music, and, right, with stuff in the background. That's, those are really right. nice just to listen to and watch and just be able to kind of meditate on. And I think it's a good way for you to open up to meditation is to sit there and listen to this peaceful music and to just watch the images. And it really shapes your mind. What I really think about when you see all these cool geometric patterns is how your mind is working and forming. And if you've seen, like, you know, brain scans or um, images of how the brain is thinking, you know, it kind of warps in that way. At least a healthy, normal brain kind of warps symmetrically. It works together instead of against itself. And those are very yes, interesting. But I, I what have I'm a, interested in is the fact that person, something about Alcatraz and how they're going to turn that into a healing center? Wouldn't you think there's so much bad energy? Oh, it's a prison, and many people died there. Um, well, before, before there's got to be a lot of stuck energy there, a lot of spirits that are just, you know, probably really scary. Yeah, it was back in the time of Lemuria, it was a, a healing uh, island. That, so I guess they're transposing all that negative energy again uh, and making it positive. So I have no doubt that you know that can't be done. That's that's going to be an interesting thing to look at. I remember yeah. honestly, like the first time I was introduced to Alcatraz was a video game, Tony Hawk, <laughs> and going through it and they you know made a little replica of it. It was interesting, and I always thought you know that would be such a cool place to kind of visit, even with all the history and stuff. But you said it was part of Lumeria. Yes, many years back. Wow, that's interesting. Uh, again, there's so much it? out there. I mean, there's another site. Have you ever heard of the uh, Venus Project? I have, yes. Yeah. I mean, that's something that uh, he's up in his 90s, and since the age of 12, he's been laying out a beautiful future for us if we can just readjust and come to uh, the way he's teaching us how to think. Uh, he's taken all the money out of the world and created a resource-based economy where we share all the Earth's resources, and he's got the cities self-sustaining, housing millions of people floating out in the middle of the oceans. I guess they 
couldn't be affected by an earthquake if they're floating or whatever, but uh, it's a, a fascinating site, and there's a lot of people like him doing amazing things that were they're being suppressed in the, by the uh, the elites that just want to keep us. They've taken pretty much everything they can get out of us. They don't realize the greed just won't stop. But that, that that's what I'm working on. I'm I have uh, something that I've released into the business world that's going to force companies to be more responsible for their employees, customers, the environment, and the communities. Otherwise, they're not going to be around long. And I'll tell you, too, that I believe the stock market's going to crash in the near future. And there's a good yeah, book. Yeah, I agree. Well, uh, the, there's an excellent book that will sort of back up and point to to what I'm saying it's called Broker, Trader, Lawyer, Spy, and it's authored by Iman, E-A-M-O-N, Javers, J-A-V-E-R-S. And in essence, what this book talks about is little companies that have been formed by retired CIA, Secret Service, and FBI types, and they're in bed with their former enemies from the KGB. What they've done is they've aligned themselves with large corporations and hedge funds. And from their active duty years, they can tell from interrogation techniques whether somebody's lying or not. Based on that simple concept that gives an example in the book of a hedge fund that paid one of these little companies a fee of $200,000 just to qualify certain information. Once that was accomplished, the hedge fund company shorted a stock and made $20 million dollars. Now, to me, that's not business. It's casino games on Wall Street, and it's going on in financial markets all around the world. So now when you see those stocks going up and down a few hundred points in a day, you'll understand that that's a part of it. It's just a big, 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 big game, and yep. only certain people are allowed to play this. I think that's that right. it's, it's not it's big not right. It's big, not big, Business, big government, and the media are all in cahoots, and they're trying to shut down uh, what they can on the Internet now. That's the last uh, stronghold we have to keep open, and they need to keep it open to look at us. But as they look at us and as people awaken, it's time to look back at them and see just who who it is that's looking at us and what they're doing to us. And I have the... Yeah, I had the occasion recently to speak with a retired uh, CEO of a major oil company, and I threw something out to him just to see uh, what his reaction might be. And I mentioned that a number of months back they had these SEC types making a couple hundred thousand dollars of taxpayer money. They're supposed to be monitoring Wall Street. Instead, they were watching pornography on the computers all day long. And they caught them red-handed. They never, and they said they were going to discipline them, but they never said how, and they never identified them. Well, in my mind, they made them, they promoted them. They made them all TSA agents. They took them off the computers and put them at the airports. Now they can feel everybody up in real life. So <laughs> I threw something out to the CEO. I said, Middle managers in these big behemoth multinational corporations, there's no loyalty anymore. What's to prevent somebody sitting at his workstation from 
brokering and networking business opportunities to enrich his own life and his family uh, while he's work is supposed to be doing his job at the company. He said it's already happening. So unless companies really know how to <clears throat> excuse me know how to properly engage and motivate their employees, unless they have good products, good customer service, they're good stewards of the environment and good uh, community people, they're not going to be around in the future. Because I see all future business in the private sector, you'll either make or break yourself from your website. That is very, very true. You know, and you know, you mentioned something about the internet being the last kind of stronghold that we have. I like the fact that um, computers uh, use crystals to function, and the fact that. Uh, I'm still a firm believer that crystals are really, really powerful. They're going to play a huge impact, at least in my life and everybody else's life that's going on right now. Um, uh, there's a lot of power behind them. You'll enjoy this site, too. If you Google uh, stardoves.com, they're down in Asheville, North Carolina. They have a lot of crystals, and they're working with light points, setting up light points around the world. I, you know, I was living in North Carolina for a short moment. I never, I always heard interesting things about Asheville. That was a very hippie town. Uh, you know, there's a lot of arts and artistic stuff going on there. And um, I didn't get a chance to visit there, but I heard a lot of interesting things. I was actually outside of Boone. Um, you may want to go back there from what they're predicting. I mean, when the, and I've heard this from a few different psychics. I, uh, you know, I, but they're talking about the U.S. getting hit in a certain way, maybe east coast of Florida all the way up to Savannah, Georgia, going underwater. And they, they're saying that uh, Asheville is one of these pockets for, uh, uh, you know, survival in the future when a lot of these disasters begin to really get worse. It's going to be certainly an interesting time. I am pretty excited. Well, thank you um, for calling it in. That's some great information that you shared, and I posted uh, links in the chat room so that people can check out um, what's going on with you. Uh, feel free to call in again. I think I'm going to do a show maybe tomorrow. I think I might just go every day since I do have a premium account, and um, i got to keep getting the word out there. You know, this is a really, really – I can't thank you enough for this positive reinforcement and affirmation, you know, that I am – helping to get well, these energies uh, as, in the right place. As I get off with you, I'll give you one other blog talk show that you may want to uh, come on as a guest or listen to, uh, uh, and it's called Sasquatch and Spirituality. Oh, uh, I've seen that show around. Yes, yeah. and I, I go on the show uh, quite a bit. On Wednesdays, they have what's called Buffalo Talk, and they have... North American Indians and indigenous peoples from all around the world are coming Very together, cool. and they know how Very to cool. they know how to survive. And they, the stuff that they discuss goes way back before religions, because uh, uh, and it's totally, uh, and they have a lot of love in their hearts despite all the persecution and stuff that they've been through. The hell that they've been through over the generations. Well, that is certainly admirable, and especially during this time. And here on Blog Talk, we've got a lot of haters, got a lot of haters, and a lot of supporters as well. So it's just, you know, weeding the wheat from the chaff—that's for sure. 
Well, thank you again yeah, very much for calling in, and I hope that we talk again in the future. I'll be able to check out that show, that Sasquatch and Spirituality, correct? Yes, uh huh. Very cool. All right, well, thank you again. All right, take care. All right, well, thank you everybody for tuning in. Uh, I'm glad this was a really, really nice show. It was a very good reinforcement. Uh, it's really good, good energies here, and I'm, I'm glad that you are all partook in this. So um, I'm not sure if I'll be doing reading. Uh, it's going to be up in the air. I might, I might not, you know, depending on just the feeling and the feel of it. So we'll see. Um, uh, thank you all for tuning in, and uh, I'm sure we will co-create in the future. Take care, everybody. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.